Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Photographic Collective Podcast, guys. My name is Miles Whit Boyer, and, uh, and I'm really humbled. I'm really excited that you're here. Uh, if you're tumbling into this episode, this is episode number two of our second season, which is something that I really didn't think uh, would happen as quickly as it has. Um, but here we are, 16 weeks in to this dumb little challenge of me deciding I want to be a podcaster. And I can honestly say I think I've learned more from um, the guests and just the the vulnerability and the the intentionality of the people that have that have taken time out of their day to uh, to get to know me. So if you're here for the very first time, the purpose of this podcast is really three things. And at the end of this this quick list, I get to intro somebody that I'm really excited to get to know better um, with all of you guys today. So, but but those three things are, are very simple. One, we really want to expose you. We want to connect you to ways to up level um, the the purpose of of your art, why you're creating, why you're capturing, and uh, and who you're capturing for. Then, two, we want to take that into your client experience and allow your clients and the people that are paying for you to have a more positive, more authentic, more purpose filled experience with their photographer and the artists that they're hiring. And then, three, we want to bring all of you guys into community uh, in a positive environment where people can connect and and serve each other and love on each other and where there is less emphasis on critique and competition and more on how do we uh, help each other succeed just as humans and and so that that leads me into a really cool intro today because I've gotten to know this guy a little bit via email over the last six months and I'll'll I'll, we'll we'll talk about why uh, here in a few minutes but um, I've got Marcos Sanchez with us today. And uh, Marcos, you're outside of Barcelona somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can I name it out of nowhere? <laughs> okay, okay. So tell us, tell us a little bit about, about that. Like why, first thing, before we even like find out about your work and who you are and, and all of that, uh, why, why Barcelona or, you know, why in the middle of nowhere in Barcelona? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here today. And um, so jumping in, I grew up in Madrid. Madrid is the capital of Spain, it's in the center, and Barcelona is in the coast. And there's kind of like a little bit of rivalry between the two cities. So sometimes when I move here at the, at the beginning, people will ask me like, why, why did you come here? Like, it's like they're enemies or whatever. But um, my mom's actually from, from, from here, from Barcelona. So I grew up kind of coming here in the summers and for Christmas. So it's uh, it has like an emotional, I have an emotional connection with the, with the area. But also like five years ago, I think I shot uh, a wedding here that, that um, yeah, kind of blew up and, and started getting a lot of clients. And also the time I had um, my my son, I only have one, so I was, was going to say my first son, but he's the only one. So yeah. first <laughs> I had now. my son, yeah. and um, we used to live in the center of Madrid, in the city, in the center, and it's quite uh, busy. It's a fun city, but it's, uh, yeah, it's quite busy. So uh, we wanted to move outside the city to have, um, yeah, more space, like a, a nicer, not nicer, but some people will that yeah. badly but <laughs> just like a yeah more open space and contact to nature and all that for him to grow a place for so him to it grow like up. a yeah. win-win like business and and family and um yeah we live in a small really tiny place uh, town uh in the hills near the near the coast so it's like 10 minutes away from the sea and cool. it's 30 minutes south of barcelona so it's like really close but it's a beautiful area it's all vineyards and and uh pine trees and yeah it's it's beautiful yeah okay i love it so um 
I, I have to ask then for, for people that are listening that maybe don't know who you are, give us like a, a quick, like a high level because you just spoke. I mean, in, in the first two minutes, you just spoke about the things that are most important to you in the world, right? <laughs> Which is why I wanted, honest, I'm not kidding, why, why I wanted to have this conversation with you because it was so evident to me just via email back and forth and then kind of looking through your your website and and your Instagram page and you're you're so quick to point to the priorities in your life but but back us up just a little bit and uh, and tell us about you as a photographer so i've been shooting weddings for oof, over 10 years now i think 11 or 12 years something like that um started uh, i mean i guess at least maybe young people might be different but uh, i guess someone like our age wouldn't I don't think anybody grows up imagining they're going to be a wedding photographer, right? So it's like kind of this profession that yeah, at least not when we were kids somehow. Yeah. Um, so I actually was working in, in consulting environmental science, like for the government, like when they were doing development. So we were doing uh, environmental studies to see like the impact of, of big construction stuff. But when the big 2008 crisis hit, so um uh, I got unemployed and I was like, okay, if I cannot work from what I studied for, let's try what I love. And I used to happen to love photography. So um, it did went well. And um, yeah, I found, I remember finding uh, about the WPPA on some photography forum. And I was like, wow, I mean, I mean, that was the first time I saw photos like from weddings from someone that I didn't know yeah. that like really impact me because they were like this early, like 2008, nine, like black and white photojournalistic approach. And yeah, they were like really cool photos. And I started looking if whether well, was someone doing that in Spain and there were like a couple of guys and I reached out to them, one replied and I started as his assistant for the summer. And yeah, I, I loved it. And ever since I've been uh, doing that full time and um, yeah, I love it. I mean, it's a, uh, it's weird, uh, but it's a wonderful um, job. Like for me, it's mostly about the people and also the lifestyle, I guess. Yes. But um, yeah, super happy. Yeah, I, I love that you touched on that. I had a really interesting conversation. I know I know you probably haven't had a, com- a chance yet to to meet Jared, but I know you know his name from working on my website some, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had an interesting conversation with Jared yesterday. We were talking about the fact that so many photographers these days have gotten so talented at marketing, um, like so outrageously good at the sales process that they never took time to fall in love with photography, right? So what, what I just heard you say that I, that I think is powerful, I, I guess speaks to me, is, is you kind of took approach an approach like I did, right? Where it was like, the weddings became almost a vehicle just to kind of get to know people, but it was always about the art, right? It was always about like, how do we, how do we capture better? Not, mm-hmm. or maybe not better is not, maybe not the word, maybe truer. Like how do we capture um, for ourselves truer, like learn more about the people on the other end of the camera. Um, and I, I see that in your work a, a lot. I, I will say, um, we were talking about this right before we started recording. But guys, if, if you don't already follow Marcos, you, you need to. But, um, but when you do, you're going to see really, really quickly, you're going to see that this guy is not, it's not, he's not just another photographer with beautiful work. Although Marcos, your work is, it's 
uh, it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Thanks, and we're going to get there because the tonality to your work is on. It's absolutely unbelievable. But but the way that you've connected yourself to the industry is is really powerful in the sense that you are like you're intimately connected with a few, at least in my opinion, a few of the most authentic, most creative people, um, you know, in this industry. And that popped up to me immediately. Right. Like, of course, the very first name when I when I followed you on Instagram, the very first name was Igor Demba. And uh, anybody that knows me knows that Igor is a good friend of mine and is just this gosh. I mean, he's just like this light in the industry. Um, oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, it's, it's powerful. Okay, so so you've been doing weddings for, uh, you said since like 2009, 2010, which is about the time I started as well, which is wonderful. Um, what is it over the course of the last 10 years? Everything has changed, right? The entire mm-hmm. industry has changed. What is it that has kept you in love with, with doing this? For me, it's uh, it's just like you said, it's the, the people and, and the art. So it's on, on one side, it's um, the, the constant um, drive to kind of improve or do things a little bit different and go deeper into what it means. And um, second, for me, it's the it's the couples, is the, the people that that you meet and the people. Um, so, being a a work like a visual thing, especially since since Instagram came, where everything is like very disconnected, like you get like like just like pieces of of people and stories mm-hmm. and everything. So it's it's different than when we used to blog and like tell whole stories. So um, it's easier, I think, maybe not easier, but. Um, to, to lose kind of the point of, of what why, why we do what we do. And for me, uh, I think the value of our work is for the, for the couples. Like okay. we kind of have like one wedding every week or like two weddings or three weddings. So it's easy like to jump from client to client. It's like just like couple, like a, it's like a pile of photos to edit. Yeah. But for those couples, those photos are going to be with them forever. Like yeah, for every whole life. So um it was like that click of, of, of like that, that change of mind of not thinking only about myself and, and what I want for my portfolio or for my, uh, yeah, for my website to look like, like the photos I wanted to, you know, the milestones in the, in the portfolio, but also thinking, thinking about them. If, if they were, if that's what they wanted, what the couples wanted, like, like to spend two hours doing portraits at the top of a mountain or spend the time with their guests. So, um, I think part of that was having having a son, having a, a children, and made me see photos, photography in a different in a different mm-hmm. um, in a different way, a different value. Because before that, I mean, you still have like yeah, photos of vacation and stuff like that. But it's different when you have photos of your kid and you're like um, aware of how time passes when when you have a son or a, or a, when you have a kid. Like you realize like. A year, it's a lot of time, and also like passes super quickly. So then you start yeah. appreciating more those those instants, those photos, and um, yeah, I think it's it's that that constant between what I would like to do and, and my my drive, yeah, to, to do some do things uh, on a different way, and and also like thinking about about uh, the the value of of what we create for for our clients. You know what what impresses me about um, just about the way you talk about your work is how unjaded you are by it. Um, I mean, it, those of you guys that are going to see this over on YouTube, you can see, or you guys are probably used to seeing, um, I have pictures of my kids all around my office. Um, I don't have pictures of, of my wedding work or my portfolio work 
I love all of the images that I capture from my couples, but the, the pictures that make it up in my world and in my home are of my family. And, and just the way that you just spoke about that is, is so true. I, I should tell you, because I, I know you're, you're just slammed busy, so there's no way you've, you've had a chance to hear this, but you're coming on the tail end very intentionally um, of a few conversations um, that led to this, right? So we, we interview a few weeks ago with Allison Conklin, where we talked about like, why does why photography matters? Um, and she she told this sort of remarkable story about how she bonded with her father after her mother passed away in a dark room, um, and and how these images created life. And now creating images helps her it pass that on. And then we had a conversation with uh, Petronella uh, Lugin, um about how passionate she is about telling the stories of people who, without her, the stories aren't represented. She doesn't see these cultural stories captured unless she's digging into it. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and then Jared and I had a, a powerful chat, but so here we are, like, it, this is all pointing to this conversation with you. And, and, and I, I wanted to have this chat with you because I think that the authenticity, the intentionality in, in the way that you have shot for a decade um, is probably the single biggest thing that's lacking in our industry as a whole right now. It's really, it's really easy to become Instagram famous in this, uh, you know, people, people will, will fight over that. Right. But it really is. It's, there's, there's a process and just follow the process mm-hmm. and take enough pictures with your labradoodle and a wide brim hat and you will become Instagram famous. Um, but what you've done is you've found a way to serve people and just sort of love on people. Uh, so, okay. So, so, um, I, I want to hear from you then if it's about the, the, the clients that you shoot, tell us a little bit about your process. Like how do you, um, not leading up on an actual wedding day, how do you, how do you engage? Are you, are you quiet? Do you sit back and watch? Do you try and, and get pretty active and pretty involved? Like who do you see yourself as, as in the, in the photographer role? Yeah, so that's changed again with, with time. Uh, I used to be more proactive, or I would say, uh, but I've become more with time, just getting getting a bit, uh, giving a bit more distance. Um, and yeah, I'm super friendly. I get them, say everyone hi, and, and just like, so they can feel comfortable, but then just let them do the thing. And I guess also with with being more confident on your on your skills. I maybe at the beginning, I was more worried about not worried, but you would try to great photo. But then I realized I can make good photos, and that's on me, not on them. Yeah. So I should make the effort, and I should be at my best skills, and like make make the most, like be prepared and all that to take those photos without having to be telling them what to do. So it should be natural because in the end, I think it's the, the point is to have memories of the, of the days and not memories of me telling them what to do. So I've become more documentary, I would say in that way, even though I try to give it a bit of uh, like, uh, I don't know how to say it, but uh, arty feel or whatever to the mm-hmm. photos, but still trying to capture all those naturally. Yeah, it it uh, it struck me looking through your website. Um, there's only a few. I've I really I've only seen a couple of photographers 
um, say it like this. And it was interesting because I had to check myself to make sure I hadn't copied this from you. Because we both say on our websites that we have like a high emphasis on the story. Like that, that like I, I say throughout all of my stuff, right? Unscripted. Like don't, I, I will provoke feeling all day long, but I'm not going to prescribe it. So if you're not already feeling it, it's not my place to tell you to feel yeah. it. Um, but then there's this sort of refinement that you get to do as a wedding photography where you get to say like, okay, if I'm going to shoot this moment anyway, how do I capture it in like a truly artistic perspective? I think that's, that's our artistic choice. We can choose how to capture those moments. But for me, the images are memories for them. So the memories should be, should be true. Otherwise, yeah, they'll love the photos, but they won't feel, they won't feel as connected as, as if it's something that you, like, they've been told to do. Yeah, I, I'm reminded I had a, um, this chat I mentioned talking to Alison Conklin a few weeks ago. She pointed out, um, she's been doing this for right at 20 years now. And she pointed out that she is, um, she just got approached to shoot the wedding of um, a daughter of one of her early brides. And, nice. and isn't that cool? So, yeah. so, and she was like shaking her head about how like, you know, she's like, I've been doing this for too long. And I'm like, no, 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 that means you're, you're just now getting there. Like you're just now getting to see, um, it's, it's like good wine, right? Like it, it's just maturing. Your, your early work is just maturing enough to where people can really value it. And now you're finding That's out amazing. whether or not you were any good. Um, you know, cause it's, it's easy for us to these days, like, come on, man, they, all the cameras are incredible and, and the editing software is incredible. And if you want to, you can do almost all of this AI based now, right? It's like shoot it and then just like plug it into a program and publish it. And, uh, and you know, but, but 10 years ago, 15, yeah, that's, that's going to make our job easier, but, but you have to click the button first. So you have to decide, like you have to take the photo and that, yeah. that, for the moment, <laughs> no, no camera is doing. So exactly. I think we still, all those things are, are yeah, going to just make our workflow easy so we can focus more on, yeah, on the, on, on the people and, and shooting and all that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's, that's where I was headed is I, I think that there's, there's this need all of a sudden in, in, enter this podcast, no kidding, but there's, there's this need where, um, photographers voices matter again. Like we need to hear them and we don't need to hear them from a like, hey, you know, here's how to shoot with one light and the stuff that you can find on YouTube. You know, like we, we need to hear photographers that are that are seasoned and that are growing and that are still practicing. Like We need to hear those people speak up and talk about the, the battles, but also the priorities. So, OK, so I love this because you hint to this and, and you guys. Marcus is one of the most humble guys. If you're even watching this right now, he just he just has this humility to him. You would not assume by looking at Marcos that this dude is like the most published guy ever. But I love I love that on your website, you literally say this. You're like, well, I've won some big awards and I've been published in, you know, a handful of things. And even at one point I was mentioned as arguably the greatest photography photographer that was ever lived or something. <laughs> yeah, it's my um, my signature. That is a joke. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, but uh, but none of that matters. And and you're like, you know, essentially, like you matter. So, how is it that that you've that you've refined this process enough from a marketing perspective? Like, let's bring it back to that, to where you have the confidence to say, 
you don't need to toot your own horn. Like you're, you're willing to let the work really speak for itself. Yeah. I mean, all those things, yeah, it can, for some people can make, uh, it's like a social proof in some, some, some way, but, uh, something I worked a couple of years ago and it's, it's changed just a little bit was the copy on my website and, um, just thinking about how to explain why, what I do is important and why I think it's important. And, and I think that connects to the right clients that also value and, and see the things same way because yeah, it's like, I, I realized that, um, the, the um, mindset change that I had a few years ago was different than most people in the industry. Like most people that I know by like going to workshops and like the, the talk in the industry, it's more about, yeah, still like all that, you know, the portfolio, the, the, the going to the weirdest place. Like we still, like if you see the follow the wedding industry, like what's next? Like wedding inside a volcano. I think that was already done a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, Gabe just but, did it, I think. So it's like, what's, what's left, you know, like, um, so, uh, it was like not following that and, and more like, yeah, caring about, about that connection and not that connection because also I don't have to force a connection with the couple. I just have to be present and, and, and look and feel and hear them and see what, what's happening and what's important for them and not trying to impose my views of what wedding photography is or, or what a wedding is or what they should have as photos and more like to what they actually want. So, um, yeah, I try to change the, the, the message so that they see that and they can and feel like, um, yeah, I'm here for there and not for me, which, uh, I think also like, because choosing a wedding photographer, you can only, you don't know how it's going to be until after the wedding you know nobody you can look at photos of someone but you don't know how they're gonna behave or, or whatever on, on what the experience is going to be so there, there's like something that clients cannot cannot um choose so to speak like uh some people will be more involved some people will be less some people will be more you know how will we are all different so um yeah i don't know it was just um I think talking like talking to the clients about what I feel is important for them and for me. And I think that also, yeah, attracts like the, the right people. Mm, I love it. Do you, tell me, tell me about your childhood. Like what were you like as a kid? Were you pretty artsy as a, as a kid or, or did you sort of stumble into this? Mm, well, not like, not crazy. idea of like, yeah, drawing, reading, and playing music and all that. I also used to play music for most of my life till I had a kid, and then all my bands went away. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, photography started high school. I had a teacher that um, the an art like was an art like an art class or something, and um, we weren't supposed to do that. But she loved photography, and we built a, a dark room. And she brought her camera and, and let us shoot around the high school and then develop the photos. And I mean, if you've never been to a dark room, that I'm not, not talking to you specifically, in mind, yeah. I mean, yeah. but um, if someone hasn't been to a dark room, when that like processing black and white and developing, when you see the images pop out, pop out uh, in the the paper, that's it's, it's magic. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. And uh, yeah, that was the that was the beginning with photography, and I've 
always like had a camera around and and uh, bringing it with me everywhere. And yeah, it was like something I love to do. And eventually, like yeah, led to to this life. <laughs> yeah, I I've said this before, and I, I know I'm going to probably ruffle feathers by saying it like in this public of a forum, but I, I feel genuinely like if you've never pan printed an image like if you've never seen a photo um just appear on paper and and that entire process mm-hmm. remembered the moment that you captured it remember the moment that you felt that feeling in your stomach of like i hope i did it right like i i hope the exposure was right and then it starts to come up and it it starts at this like pale gray almost pink color right and it starts to come and it starts to come and you, you're watching the timer and you drop it over in the fixed bath and then you just sit there and stare at this piece of paper that's submerged in water and none of it makes sense. <laughs> if, you, if you've never experienced that, it's like this moment that you're, as, a, as an artist, at least for me, it was this moment where my soul just exploded. And it was like, how do I, how do I find this more and more? And the more digital we become, I'm not, I'm not a purist. I mean, I only really shoot digital work these days. But the, the more digital we become, I feel like the further we get from that. And that's why I was asking, because I feel like you, you have this sort of soul to you that, that like embraces that magic a little bit. Um, it's something I yeah. wish people could learn. And I don't know how to teach it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful process. And uh, yeah, anyone... That photography should try at least once because yeah, it's also part of um, history of photography and yeah, it's just fun. It is fun. It's so much fun. Okay, so then you you met your wife. Uh, you were in Madrid at that point, right? Um, and uh, and you guys you guys met. Um, how long ago? How long have you guys been together? Oof, uh, twenty one years now. Congratulations. We met. <laughs> that's a big we deal, met, Marcos. Yeah, that's it's awesome. crazy. We met uh, two days before starting uh, university mm-hmm. through a friend, and um, yeah, we started dating, and we haven't since. We got married ten years ago, something like that. Then we have a kid, and uh, yeah, it's. I've been actually more time with her than without her now. So it's uh, that's, cool. that's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, more than half your life. That's that's an amazing. Well, seriously, congratulations. But yeah, thanks. So, so she has seen your entire career, realistically. Well, actually, yeah, it's funny because she's a wedding uh, florist, and oh, really? she started. Okay. She started on that because of me. Like I, I was, I've been. I think I was five years into wedding photography when she like did her first wedding it was like a friend's wedding they were getting married and um she's been like seeing you know the blogs all the all the wedding blogs for years now and uh yeah she wanted to to do something and help her and uh started there and it's been also like six years now i think seven years like she's been a, a florist and she's really good also like she's super talented and um yeah we work together sometimes Others like because like she's she has too much work, so sometimes we were together, sometimes not. But yeah, so all the houses, <laughs> the house is always around weddings. There's always talk about yeah, you know, all all those things. I mean, what a cool what a cool life! The, the fact that you guys have kind of found that equilibrium, though. 
um, to share that together. Is I, I always ask that just because I'm I'm curious. I mean, this job it I, it seems like it either brings couples together or it makes life really difficult, right? Because it's a it's a pretty demanding uh, it's a pretty demanding job. I had to, I had this chat with a with a, a client with one of my brides yesterday. Who, she just had never thought about this. Like it had never occurred to her. So she was asking me if I could do a, a phone call late, late last night. Hmm. And I told her, I was like, you know, hey, I'm, especially this time of year, I really try and reserve my evenings for my family. Like my late evenings, I really try. And she said, well, what about your clients that work? And I kind of sat back and I was like, we work too though. <laughs> but, but the difference is like we work like, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., except for on Saturdays where we work until 1 a.m., you know? Um, and, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle that's just like, it's either all passion or, or it's, you know, it's tearing people apart. So I love that you and your wife have figured that out together. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the summers are crazy because um, also it's when most of, of the, like, the wedding season here in Spain goes from usually May to November. Okay. So, july june july september are insane and usually it's also when my son it's um it's on holidays from school vacation so uh yeah it's it's demanding in the summer um but also like thanks thanks to that we've we've been able to spend a lot of time with him when when he was a baby and and we were both home with him all the all days so that's that's something that i mean just just for that for letting us be present in his life that's i mean i would i'm super thankful for for this for the job you know, like for the, the work we do that allows us to be to be home like most 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 days even though working sometimes it's difficult when he's around and wants to play and all that but just being here it's yeah it's amazing i mean you're a you're a super sensitive guy <laughs> I, I i don't that's that's not a judgment that's just a, an observation i think that's really i don't know there's something really special about that to hear to hear a guy that's like this eager to brag about his wife and his son um, and still this accomplished, I, I think there's, it's, it's really powerful for people to be able to see that that's an option. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, again, again, we get into the masculinity thing. Yeah. It's like, do what, I don't know. Like, yeah, there's all this, I guess, social pressure on, on, on what you should do or not do, but I mean, family for me, it's it's important, and, and having a son, having a kid, like having a like be there for him, and like it's easy sometimes to to fall into like work trap or whatever. Like, no, I have to work, so I cannot be with you. So it's like, yeah, sometimes I'll work in the evening, so I can spend more time with him in, this, in the afternoon or whatever. So yeah. sometimes it's more difficult for me, and like, but you have to think also for for them, you know, like what where, where place they are, and when they ask things or when they. They just they just want to spend time with you so uh yeah i don't know it's uh, i feel like that doesn't last for that long either that's amazing. yeah and that's it it's just like a few years like i still my, my son is five but i look at photos of when he was like one and two and it yeah. feels like ages ago i mean yeah. i feel closer to my high school days than than i feel to when when he was one or two and that was yeah. like three years ago yeah so yeah time time flies yeah it's a, it's an amazing thing and i i I mean, I, I guess I will be bold enough to say, I actually think one of the most masculine, I suppose, traits that you could possibly have would be being a, a proud dad. I, like, I think that's a, it's a, it's a really powerful thing to be willing to say that there's more important things than, 
you know, the next award or the next, the next blog or whatever. Um, yeah, of course. It's like, I guess, yeah, it's pre priorities, but yeah, the having a son, like those days and I got like their age going to pass and then you won't have time to, to, um, to repay that. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. what you don't do now, like there's not going to be time to do it again. So yeah, I mean, works. Like you need to work, obviously, for mm -hmm. support the family and all that. But it shouldn't be above the family. So, like this year, we're trying to, for example, like look at the dates and and make sure we're not always book on the same date, so we can at least one of us be more with him on the on the on the summer and all that. So yeah, it's difficult. Sometimes you have to like say no to some things or some clients, some weddings or whatever. But um, yeah, I think it's it's for the for the good of the family yeah yeah it's just for the good i think it's for the good of you too you know i'm gonna think yeah, i don't know that's just yeah. your own character kind of shows up in those moments i i have a um i have a 10 year old and a six-year-old but i was um my 10 year old is like right on the back end he's right on the back end of still being like a little kid there's moments yeah. it's this powerful thing to watch there's moments where he's still little where like i can i walked in yesterday and uh he was watching tv in his pajamas and I just pulled him into my lap and I was laughing with him about the fact that it's like, you know, he just, he's huge. He barely fits in my lap these days, like just <laughs> barely fits in my lap, but he will still sit there. But in my mind, I still picture him sleeping on my chest, you know, and like he didn't even, he didn't even go shoulder to shoulder. Like I, I was afraid he was going to roll off of my body and now he's, he's huge. And, uh, and, and even that as fleeting as that is, you know, two years from now, there's no way he's going to climb in my lap, you know, like that's mm -hmm. not going to happen. And so I'm, I'm just perpetually thinking about, you know, what am I, what am I saying yes to where, where am I pursuing growth and, you know, professional, just pride, like something that I love and that I'm passionate about, but in that, what am I losing? And, uh, or maybe not losing is probably not the right word, but just missing, you know, hmm. um, I've missed a lot of soccer games this year and I've missed, uh, you know, a lot of basketball games and, um, and the hardest, I think the hardest thing, Marcos, Hey, and I'm sure you'll attest this, but I think the hardest thing is the fact that he understands it would almost be easier if he would like throw a fit, right. And be like, it's not fair dad. But the fact that he's old enough to say like, no, I get it. You have to go to work. And that's like, Oh man, it burns. Cause it's like, yeah, but, <laughs> but do I like, I chose this life, right? I chose this career. Um, and I choose to make it this big a part of my life. Um, and that's a, I mean, that's a difficult thing to battle through. Oh, anyway. Yeah, okay. keeping, keeping the balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a tough thing. Okay. So, so I hinted at this earlier. Um, I got the chance to to meet you. Actually, what a blessing that that really was. But I got a chance to meet you um, because I signed on to be a uh, an ambassador for uh, for Square Muse, and so Nadia connected me um, over to you. And uh, and so, guys, that I, I've been talking about this in whether over in the Facebook group or just on my my social media and all of that stuff for a while. But talking about this new website design um, that we're we're releasing uh, here soon, next maybe, maybe today, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're ready. But um, but 
Marcos actually did that design for me. So, you know, on top of being like, you know, prolific as a photographer and well-known and connected and being this very engaged dad and husband, um, you're also, I don't even know how you have the capacity, the real estate emotionally to do this, but you're also building websites for photographers. So tell me, tell me about like that process. How did you get connected with Square Muse? So, um, yeah, Squares Muse and, and Flow Themes are like the same family. So mm-hmm. my first website, not my first, but one of my like my yeah, early websites eight years ago, I think, uh, was on Flow Themes. So I knew okay. the team since then. Yeah. And um, then Ross, Ross Tanner, the, the founder of Flow Themes and Square Muse, and, and I, I got, to, got to work together in a, in a few projects. Uh, five years ago, we started working on um, uh, first, yeah, on a, like on an online con- online conference, and mm-hmm. then we started building a platform called Aeon, which hasn't launched yet, but I think it's gonna be now on looks like film. So it's cool. like we started recording videos, like educational videos, with uh, different photographers around the world, and yeah, I got cool. to record those videos. And uh, so yeah, we were working on that with the looks like film team and the, the flow theme with team. Tash and Matthias and oh geez, yes, you, yes, you so, literally uh, so. you are the most connected guy. Okay, so Tash is going to be <laughs> well, on I mean, this podcast in the next couple of weeks. So oh nice, I'll have to ask her about uh, that. Yeah. So, but Europe is easy because Europe is small. So when we have a, a wedding conference like uh, like some of the big conferences, like everyone comes from all different countries. So you get to meet everyone. So being also this long in the, in the industry, like we, I started like when most conferences started at the same time. So I've met people throughout the years and yeah, it's easy. But um yeah, so we started doing this project and, and then we started working together and I started working with them on the team, with team on flow themes, like building the site, working on the different areas and all that. So, and also I love building my websites. I've, I've, I'm like a website holic or whatever. Like I change my website yeah. like every year. Like I'm like, oh, I think this needs, uh, I got to do something different. And and I would like changing it every time. Um, wow, my cat is here on the, on the table like doing crazy things. Like, hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we've been doing stuff together for a long time. And then last year during uh, the pandemic, like I started helping them with, uh, yeah, yeah, different things. And uh, yeah, eventually they asked if I wanted to be like really part of the team. And um, yeah, it was like, it was, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's a great team. Like the, 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 um, how to say the the uh, dynamics are like really good. Everyone like super positive and involved and supportive. And even though we're I'm working on different places, like we're connecting all the time. And um, yeah, for me, it's like I love also the design part and and building sites and um, get to work with different photographers like you, getting to to know you and all that. So um, yeah, it's 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 also fun. It's like. Time-wise, it's the thing, but like, yeah, I can I can manage during the wedding season and and, and the the off season to focus more on this. And um, yeah, for me, it's it's a good experience to change a little bit uh, the focus. You know, like can be like when you like in the middle of the wedding season, like wedding, 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 wedding can be a bit uh, tiring as well. 
so uh, like exhausting mentally. So it's nice to have like something else to to work and 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 do to be like uh, it's it's weird that like working fills your energy, but it's like because changing changing the 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 yeah the focus. I think it's for me it's fun. It's just super cool to me. I mean, anybody that's listening to try and wrap your mind around this, right? So. I start chatting with Square Muse about, um, and this is actually our second iteration. Our old website was a theme from Square Muse. Um, but I start chatting with Square Muse about this, op- this opportunity to work with you guys and actually really get to know one of the designers. And through that process, I start to realize that everybody, not, maybe, maybe not everybody, but a lot of the people on this team are really prolific photographers, like incredibly talented, gifted. Uh, you're sitting with Nadia and I'm like, holy cow like your work is unbelievable your voice is unbelievable and then she connects me over and she says okay well here's marcos and marcos is going to do your website for you and i'm like googling i'm like i'm assuming that you're a you know 18 year old you know like intern somewhere living in i i don't know that's how i picture it you're living in paris and it's like this is like a an intro job and then suddenly you write over and you guys, to, to kind of give you guys like a high level on this, on how this process worked, before I had even really expressed a look or an idea or even a goal to Marcos, you're just so, dude, you're so talented at this. You had already pulled pretty much all of the copy from my site, rewritten it so that it was actually grammatically correct, which I really appreciate. <laughs> um but like, you know, you'd already pulled images and been like, hey, I like this one. This one feels like it speaks to who you are as an artist. You know, here's here's a layout that I feel like really talks to who you are. Here's color, you know, like a color section that really speaks well of your brand. And I just sat back. Like, I couldn't remember the very first time you sent me over. Like, hey, okay, well, here's like a, let's just, I don't know. What do you think? And I remember sitting back and being like, how the heck did you, you just built an entire website before we'd even actually met. Yeah, I think it's also it's it's sometimes easier to see from 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 um, from outside. Like I don't know, I don't know about you, but for me with my my own work, sometimes like is this good? Is not like which which one yeah. should I use? Is like is this better than that one? So I'm like like sometimes like you don't really know. So but when I get to see someone's work and 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 obviously like take a website where you have already like. Uh, written a lot and like it's like okay i get it and and i can like see how things connect and yeah sometimes it's easy to see to see from from outside yeah. and just like give suggestions or something uh, it's so it's been such a cool process i'm just really grateful for it i i will tell you I, i'll never forget your your email back to me when you're like yeah sure well I'll, I'll move your blog over and then you wrote me back and you're like holy crap like you've got You've got a very large blog. This is going to take a while. Um, no, it's but that was amazing. That that's something that that um, like really surprised me. And uh, like for the, for the, for the good, like how much work you've put out on, on your website. Like most people like just blog rarely and like just like rely on Instagram or whatever and just like lazy to blog. But like you have, I mean, your blogs are like every week or like every two weeks and and. Um, that's that's amazing it's like it's i think it's great for many purposes but like for like your clients can see a lot of different examples but also like for seo purposes it's like amazing to have that on a website and um yeah i think it that you've done incredible uh work on that well i just yeah i'm just really grateful i wanted to i wanted to have the opportunity to really tell you thank you for for all of that work um i mean it's been 
it's been humbling, if I'm honest. Uh, having a photographer like of your caliber go back through, I, it just blows my mind. So my assumption, though, is that you just said something really powerful. And I think, I think we need to slow down and let people kind of soak this up for a second. But you just said something really special where you said, like, it's easy to look at other people's work, right? Um, it takes a lot of maturity. I'll add this. It takes a lot of maturity to look at other people's work and not make you insecure as, a, as an artist, but it is easy to look at somebody else's work and say like, okay, this is good. Or like, this is sort of seems like where they're headed or, or whatever. Who are some, some photographers or like mentors or some people that have really influenced you along the way? And, and, uh, and how have you let that influence you? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and yeah, just before that, like, like you were saying, sometimes it's, it's hard to look at, at uh, your own work. Well, and also in life, like we tend to focus too much on the negative. So we tend to look at our own work and ourselves and see what's lacking in us and, and not focus on what's already there. So like you say, when you compare, you, you like today it's easy to like fall on that comparing trap, like with Instagram and you, you tend to follow other photographers. Like all you see is like amazing work. And then we tend to forget like we're also doing good. <laughs> we're also doing like good things and, and give us credit for that. Um, but going back to the question, um, so mentors, when I started who marked, uh, um, made an, an impact was Fer Juaristi. I know you know him, Fer. He's, yeah, uh, he's a legend, well. he's a Mexican photographer. Yeah, he's an and, absolute freak. Uh, I, and I will yeah, say that. He's, he's, complete freak of nature it doesn't make sense how yeah, anybody he's, is that he's incredible like he's been putting up uh constantly amazing work for over 10 years now as well yeah. like he's he's amazing and he's like a really 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 good um uh communicator and educator so i, mm -hmm. I don't know one of uh workshop with him uh 2013 i think 14 yeah. 13 cool. probably and um that was like right around the time that uh, I guess that was right before the all the way up north stuff, where he really like blew up. Yeah, that was in in Spain. He was huge, Spain in mm -hmm. Mexico, and yeah. uh, that was a, bit, a little bit before that. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he was already doing workshops, and yeah, he was like he was amazing, and he blew my mind and impacted me a lot in the beginning. And um, I don't know. I mean. Over the time, I think it's been smaller things. It's more like conversations with with friends. Yeah. When I reflect in, like you said, I've have have good photographer friends like Igor or Pablo Laguia or yeah. Serafin Serafin Castillo, like Spanish photographers, and they're amazing. And um, and uh, so like sitting with them and like talking about, you know, our work and and what it means and and what things we can change and what things can we do different and all that. So that also, I think, mark our paths in, in a way. And um, yeah, I think also, yeah, like I said, personal experiences, like having a son, having my son changed a lot what, what photography meant to me and, and the value I, I put on photography and the value that I, I, what I think it's important and what I think it's worth it and why we should be doing what we're doing on. So that, that, that was also like a big change and in my approach, I would say. I, I really love that. And 
I'm going to kind of follow it up with another question though for you because I think this is valuable because everything that you just said, and I'm going to break this down so people can really grasp it. Everything that you just said, even though you did mention a few really remarkable names, but you didn't talk about their work. And the reason I think that that's pivotal is because you've taken the time to learn from people that have mentored you or just encouraged you or even just people that, you know, they may not even know, right? Like they, they may not know how much that they have influenced you, but you've taken the time to figure out why, as opposed to just like rattling off the names of people that, um, you know, that are popular or that are doing big industry moves or, or whatever. So for for a younger photographer, for somebody that's sort of jumping into this and that may really be battling those ideas of like, you know, imposter syndrome or comparison or just trying to figure out like how how do I turn something that I'm passionate about into a profession? Um, what what advice would you have for them? Yeah, it's uh it's a tricky one because uh the industry has changed a lot. So for me what's kinda kind of easy because when when i started there was way less competition so it was easy to to like have a space and um yeah it's uh, i think it's just like working like you have to you have to do work and and see what you like and until, until you find your own yeah your own voice and sounds like sounds like a cliche your voice or whatever it's like find what you like yeah. what you like to do and, and what makes you special not in the way like you're gonna be different to everyone else but what you enjoy doing and and what you can how it serves your clients and then just focus on that you and then the put in the reps right i i yeah i totally agree i think that there's yeah i've spoken about this a lot i'd, I'd love to know your opinion on this but i i've said in i don't know how many podcasts now that i feel like the the enemy of creativity is efficiency is the this idea of like how little work can i do how how much can i get done in how short a period of time you know like can i buy templates for that can i um you know purchase presets that are done can i use this software to call my work um and in and of itself, all of those things seem harmless. But I think when you build your entire identity as an artist around the the shortest distance between A and B, um, you don't give yourself any room to grow in there, and mm-hmm. uh, or or fail. Like you know, there's no there's no room to fail. And if there's no room to fail, well, then where does the creativity show up? Yeah, it's true. Like the growing, it's it's based on on the trial and error, like failing and learning from the experience, and then building on that. And yeah, some some things like you say, are shortcuts, and then you like, yeah, miss the the learning experience and the and the in the depth on that. Yeah, well, you you've been doing this for long enough now. I mean, you know, skip past film, but back to early digital editing days. Like, you remember what it was like? I I do. I um I remember a wedding. I think it was 2008 or maybe nine where I had to, um, as a part of my contract, I had to quick turn 40 images and I had 24 hours to do 40 images, uh, for this client. They're having a reception in new Orleans and, and, uh, and so that was like a big deal to them. They're like, we will book you as long as you can, you can get us 40 images. And I think it took me, 
honestly, I think it probably took me eight plus hours of like ingest time and culling in, you know, in a bridge and then pulling into Photoshop and individually editing every image um, and exporting and renaming and then uploading the images to, you know, to a server. But what's fascinating to me now is like, I, I, I get to have that perspective. It makes me feel so sort of old sometimes, but I get to have that perspective where I get to sit back and say like, you know, it's remarkable that I can do 500 images or 600 or a thousand images in a sitting, right? It's, 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 un, that's unbelievable. But at what, at what cost? Like, what am I losing by, you know, what, how many images in my career have I missed that were just, you know, earth shattering, remarkable captures that I just got lucky enough to take, but because I was moving too quick to appreciate it, um, you know, I either cold it and, and it got cut and left on the cutting room floor, or, you know, I threw it into a crappy black and white preset and sent it off to the client and didn't care about it or, you know, so anyway, I, I think that intentionality is, is, there's a lot about you in your work that, that really speaks to how important those moments for you really are. I, th- I think it's really cool uh, to see that. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, like I was saying, like for me, the thing when, when my son was born, like it's, I get, by, get, get going back to that, but yeah. uh, experiencing that, like when, when you see how fast they, they grow and how moments like really fle- are fleeting and, um, and you keep going back to all photos to, to like, try to remember what they look like and and the, his face when he was like three months old his face when he was six he felt like that changes and, and also like you forget about that stuff because uh yeah it's easy so i that's when i realized like that our for for our clients are the memories of the day and and that was like a big change like uh am i am i doing right to them like I'm giving them the right memories, you know? So that's, that's, um, yeah, that's powerful. Like to think, to think it that way, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that, that made me appreciate more those instances and also like take more, like focus on the family because for them, their families, like their parents, grandparents who are not going to be there someday. And, uh, we, we are probably, you enter people's lives and, um, not everyone has a photographer, like professional photographer, with them all the time. So, for some people, we might be it might be the only time in their lives they have a wedding, like a professional photographer, like around their family. So, yeah, I think having like taking photos of the family for them, it's also like a gift we can do for them. You know, like a like a good service and instead of like you know the landscape tiny couple which like yeah looks great but mm. it's, it's landscape not them so yeah i think it's obviously having a balance of of, of what you want to do for your portfolio and all that but also like keeping keeping in mind the 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 other stuff the important stuff for for clients yeah okay i love that i think that's probably the the greatest uh the greatest way to just sum up what what's important to you is what is what you just said um and and i think that shows and you guys, if you've hung with us now for 55 minutes um, and you haven't soaked up the fact that like probably I, I think what what makes Marcos unique is this 
this uh, this empathy, this love that he has for for a moment uh, and just sort of humanity. And and then the responsibility that he feels when he's holding a camera to make sure that he's capturing that authentically. Um, dude, I uh, I'm just I'm super grateful for this chat. I think I think there's going to be um, obviously I mean, I hope I, a really strong reaction to this as people hear it. But I will tell you and, and everybody that's that's listened to this, uh, you know, this last season has heard me say this. This this whole podcast is totally self-serving. The idea here is it, it, it's more for me. I, I just love to to learn these lessons alongside people and to have the opportunity to give them space to talk so that I can re-listen to it. And so I'm really I'm really grateful that you uh, that you invested that time in me personally. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, and man, thank you for for all that you've done for for our company and for uh, you know for our industry and obviously like for the time that you've invested today. That this has been a really special chat, man. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, man. It's been it's been really fun talking to you for a little bit and um yeah i mean it's always like fun to i think reflect on on what it is that we do and why we do it and, and all that and i think it's sometimes easy to to get caught on the you know the tasks and the and all that and and not stop and, and think about what it all means and for us and for for everyone else so yeah it's been it's been really fun so thanks for thanks for having me yeah okay so last question uh, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm eager to hear this. So, um, I realize it's the, you know, everybody's listening, that it's the week before Christmas, but this, this will be our first, um, our first episode launched in the new year, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. And I don't know if you, I, maybe you don't do this. I hope you do. Cause now I'm about to ask you a question about it. Um, but every year I kind of pick a word that I just really want to fixate on like I, some, some, or really more like a theme, like something that I want to grow in for that year. Um, I started doing that years ago, as opposed to like a new year's resolution. I felt like it was easier for me to just say like, I want to be this year. I want to be healthier or this year, whatever it is. Um, and, and I just released yesterday actually on our, on our social media channels. I just told everybody that for 2022, I want to live unscripted and I want my work to be unscripted. I want to stop trying to perfect the parts of life that, that are out of my control. And I just want to be present and enjoy it and embrace it. Um, do you, do you do that type of thing? And if so, I hit, I hit me with it. What do you, what do you want to focus on for, for the new year? Um, yeah, I've never thought about it like that, but I think it's a great, it's a great, yeah, exercise purpose or, or whatever to have. Like, think about that. And um, uh, yeah, I haven't really think about that. But yeah, I would say I would say balance in a way, like to perfect it. Like, <laughs> like having the the wedding, like the photography, and then family, and then finding time for exercise more like ride my bike and uh find time for myself a little bit because it's like with work and family it's easy to like go days and days and days like i said like for example like not being able to ride my bike yeah. and just like sometimes keep a little bit of time also for myself would be would be good so yeah finding the right balance with the schedules and the and the combining everything that would be that would be a good one 
Well, dude, you can fully expect, and I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this, you can fully expect for me to check in with you throughout the year on how that's, that's going. That's a, that's a big deal to me. This, this community. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you remember, but starting back at the mm-hmm. beginning, that was, that was one of the big purposes of, of this whole group is, um, is for me to bring my friends into this community where I have an opportunity to sort of serve and encourage and, and, uh, and help people. Um, and, uh, and so I'm excited to see you, I don't know, kind of achieve that balance. That's pretty cool. Um, and you need to spend more time on that bike. Why not? Hey, you know what I just realized? This is probably the perfect way for us to sign off on this. I think we're wearing the same shirt. <laughs> kind of. It is pretty dang close. <laughs> You've got this super cool, like the hipster top button with the better hat. Um, but I'm pretty sure we're wearing the same shirt. And so, yeah, it's uh light makes it a bit different, but yeah, it's super, super well, close. It's yeah. a different color, but I think it's almost the exact same. Listen, I'm just trying to make myself feel cooler. So I'm going <laughs> to say it was the same shirt. All right, man. Well, I'm going to kill the, uh, I'm going to kill the broadcast. I'm super grateful for you. Um, you know, I, I get that it's by the time we'll record this, it'll be too late, but Marcos do Merry Christmas. And, uh, and I'm so grateful for you and your family for, for Square Muse, for your influence in our industry. Um, dude, your work is a massive inspiration for me. I'm like, I have just poured through your website. I feel like I know your work as well as I know you at this point, which is which is cool. And I can't wait to get to know both better, if I'm honest. Yeah, so. man. So thanks thanks a lot for the compliments. And uh, thanks, since we are there, thanks for, uh, yeah, the effort that you do to, to put such positive vibes into the community into the industry as well like your group is amazing and it's like i think you said at some point like how most photography groups end badly and uh still like you have like a good conversation and people's like supportive and helpful and like still like being active so yeah that's amazing and that speaks highly of you so yeah thank you thank you so much for for doing all this when you could be like doing something else so Thing we can everyone listening to, to this can appreciate that yeah well thank you buddy